Guys, people, on today's show, we take you into the house of mirrors, and me and my homeboy Lavelle explain to you why the objects you see are closer than they appear. I should have rapped that, nah, I would have messed up, yeah, they would have laughed at, uh. Before that, I tell you that I'm going into art mode and explain why all my Facebook posts have been so poetic and so majestic and yeah, I'm about to let y'all live, uh, it's gonna be a great time, um, I also explain to you guys exactly why I was out last week cause I wasn't feeling good, but now you can sit back, relax, and enjoy the inspiration. My wife thinks I'm crazy, how did we get here? I can't believe y'all let me have a show. We going higher and higher, let me inspire you. Guys, people, I see you, let me admire you. He gave you vision and purpose, but you struggled to dream. Cause the seed that was sown wasn't stitched in your jeans. What was in them was denim. I guess what's in them is in them. There's a different perspective that I'm trying to present them. It ain't always peace when you see the peace sign. It don't make you a Levite cause you rock Levi's. What's up, people? I am your host, Jay Will. And I would like to welcome you to Inspire God's People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. What's up, God's People? How you feeling, man? It feels good to be back. This is episode 129. So if you are a first-time listener, um, I got one question for you. Uh, What's wrong with you? What took you so long? That's two questions. Yeah, I can't count, but it's all good. Uh, Welcome to the party. And uh, just know that you got a hundred and something episodes that you need to catch up on. Yes, this is one of those pod. Okay, I can't talk. Oh, yeah, I can't talk. I can talk, but this is the type of podcast where you need to go to episode one and start at the beginning and catch yourself up. You know, you might not get to episode 130, the next one we doing. It might take you a year, fam. I don't know. We've been doing this for two and a half, almost three years. But I'm telling you, there's a ton of content that you need to binge listen. That's right. You need to listen to a whole lot of it. Listen to two or three episodes a day. And I promise you this one thing. You will hear my voice. All right. um, Today's going to be a good time, man. I was sick last week. I'm still not 100% if I'm being honest. There have been a couple of times in this week that I thought I was 100%. And, um, you know, was reminded that I wasn't. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that. We got Lavelle coming on the show. Y'all know I love when Lavelle um, drops on. Well, he's not dropping by or dropping on. Lavelle hasn't been in studio since before the pandemic. For real, for real. We haven't done an in-person interview since before the pandemic. Um, it's all been over the phone. So I'm going to call him today. Um, so we're going to have a good time, man. You know, when Lavelle comes on, we don't uh, rehearse or prepare anything. It's I love when he comes on the show because we literally just record and we talk. We never know where each other is going. We see what happened. And so if it's horrible today, you could blame him for not being a prepared person because preparation is the number one, number two, um, you know, thing in my core values. Number two uh, point in my core. I don't know. Number my second value in my core values. Um, people. Preparation, performance. I think I've talked to y'all about that before. Anyway, that just went completely left field for no reason. Um, shout out to my wife, man, Tiffany, Nurse Tiffany. Appreciate you, baby girl. Um, she took good care of me um, this last week because I was out. Like, when I say I was out, we'll get into it when Lavelle gets on, but I was out, man. And like it was, it was crazy to me. But um, she did a great job taking care of me. I definitely appreciate it and wouldn't have made it without her. You know what I'm saying? Might not have been another podcast, people. 
um, if Nurse, Nurse Tiffany um, didn't do her thing. So um, definitely, definitely um, one of the blessings of marriage, you know, is you get a nurse, bruh. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know how the single fellas doing it, you know, because you can't trust. I don't know how y'all trusting these nurses that you just met the other day, bro. I can't do it. What kind of. OK, anyway, what am I talking about? Why are we going there? It's this will happen when you sick and you're not 100 percent. There's no reason to go there. Um, everybody, I love all y'all. It's all love for me. If you look at my um, Instagram and Facebook posts, look, I'm just talking about love and God and life and encouraging people, inspiring people. Um, Cause I'm, it's too much crazy stuff in the world for me, man. I ain't, the world has finally just gotten too crazy for me. Um, I don't even like, you know, I don't even understand half of the things that are happening right now. Like it's, it's lotteries for vaccinations. It's like, it's like they treating the vaccine, like, like a prize at a carnival. I, I don't get, I'm sorry. Like whether you pro vet, this ain't, that ain't what it's about. Whether you want it or not, I'm not even getting into that conversation. I'm just saying we got to admit that it's kind of funny, right? The way it's being presented. I'm like watching commercials and it's like, win $10,000 if you, I'm like, wait a minute. Is this, is this a scratch off or a vaccine? What's happening right now? Um, the world is going so crazy that I'm like, yo, I want nothing to do with most of that stuff. I just want to talk about things that I believe are proactively good for us and right for us. and. Hopefully that's what y'all get from this show, man. Hopefully it's a breath of fresh air and maybe a break from some of the stuff in the world. Even though I, you know, sometimes I get super passionate, like I think I did in the last episode, uh, where I will like start peeling back the layers and, and sharing some of those things and really just trying to speak my heart as the Lord leads me. Um, but then ultimately, you know, and, and trying to also do this stuff in a practical way um, with some emotional intelligence. That's a phrase that I, I've been using a lot lately. Um, something that I've been continually working on because, you know, I understand the importance with everything, all the information that's flying around in the world. People want to argue. People are mad. And, you know, for me, I'm just trying to rise above all those things and really focus on what the Lord wants me doing. And uh, but also be aware and understand what's happening in the world and how it's happening. Um, and I think this is a time to run to the word of God for answers and not try to find them in ourselves. Also, not to try to like go to the word of God to confirm the answers that we want to hear, but to really like take a step back and hear what the Lord is saying in this in this life, in this world, in this time. Um, I always say, I don't know if I've ever said it on the show, but I think it's super important to understand the moment in time and moment in history that you live in. You know what I'm saying? Like it, if you lived in the world when cars was coming out. Um, you need to live in, You need to understand that moment. If you lived in a, in a world when cell phones first started or email first started, you need to live in the moment and understand what's happening or you'll be left, to, left behind, outdated. You, you won't know what's happening. So I try to understand the moment. I really been. And it don't always mean that the moments are good. It's not about if the moment is good or bad. It's just about understanding where you live in history and what's happening. A lot of times I think people take his, I'm sure some of the people who was living when horses started going away and from a transportation perspective and cars started becoming more, pre becoming more prevalent, they probably was like, I mean, what's the big deal? Yeah. Oh, a car. I'll never see anybody driving those on today. Give me my real Mustang, buddy. Give me my stallion. And it's like, you know, a few years later, they're like, oh, wow. Oh, cars are here. Okay. So anyway, that's how I think. I have no idea why I'm talking about that now. 
I think the quicker I stop talking now, the quicker that new listeners will stay and not leave and be like, what is this guy on this podcast? We talking about cars and history and transportation. I promise you we're going to have a good time today. But I also just want you to understand the heart of what this show is about, what this podcast was created and intended to do um, was really to draw um, the people of the faith together and to lead you to your purpose and your purpose, your God-given purpose, balancing faith and business, which I think um, really complement each other very well. So I hope you continue to share this um, podcast. Uh, please do give us ratings and, and let us know what you think on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you can leave ratings. Um, it means a lot and I appreciate it. But, you know, let me stop talking for real and hit up my homeboy Lavelle so we can bring some excitement to this show because I'm I'm just art. OK, I'm going to say this is the last thing. I'm really in artist mode. Like I'm really like Shakespeare Van Gogh-ish. I'm, I'm an artist right now. Just it. I'm sorry, y'all. That's how I live. I live life. Sometimes certain seasons cause for a certain part of who I am. And um, I'm really in art mode. Like just, and I'm not even creating anything. I'm not creating music or anything, but I'm saying though, like the way I'm seeing life right now is like as an artist, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing paint. I'm seeing the canvas. I'm seeing what's happening. Um, and that's how I'm living. And that's the way that I'm talking right now to people. Um, and I just want people to see the beauty in what God created, the beauty in what, what we all are and like the art of it, of like, it's not perfect, but it's beautiful. Um, so that's what I'm on. And, um, yeah, let me, let me call Lavelle. Cause we know he ain't on that. Like, <laughs> let's get one thing for sure. I don't know what he about to say, but I know he's going to talk completely different than me. He's probably going to be super churchy. Um, and definitely, and probably tell all his business, but he's definitely not going to be Van Gogh or Shakespeare. So y'all about to get a break from that. Thank you. It's time to go. Who is this heathen that I speak with? <laughs> it is I. What? <laughs> what up, man? How you feeling, bro? I feel well, man. All is well. Oh, wow. You would use that word purposely, huh? You feel well? Okay. So, <laughs> so I'm not well now? Okay. That's all good, <laughs> Oh, well, man. actually, you know what's funny is that, you know, uh, a lot of people, just grammatically, it's improper English to say I'm doing good. Right. Because if you say you're doing good, then that means you're a superhero. <laughs> that's what superheroes do. They right. do good. They do right? good. Right, right. They do good. So. Now, you know how I know that that's uh, how I learned uh, that part of grammar? I'm horrible with grammar, by the way. Um, okay. Just from working in corporate America. I'm like, okay. Mm. So after about 200 times of asking people how they're doing today in professional mm -hmm. settings, and they say, I'm doing well. I'm like, yes. I learned, like, you know what? I don't, I didn't know why you weren't supposed to say good until right now. You just taught me that mm. today. Well, you know what? You know where I learned it from? Where? Weird Al. It, I'm not surprised. Weird yeah, he did a song, and I was like, oh, oh. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. Uh, he did a song, and I was like, oh, okay. 
Now, tell me this. Why is it that you, being a graduate of both mm-hmm. Detroit public schools and high school, um, mm-hmm. and also a, having a, obtaining a college degree, and me also the same, why is it that mm-hmm. we didn't learn that in all of that school that we had? <laughs> Um, that's a little depressing, but anyway, man, I'm, I'm glad to kick it with you today, my brother. Um, for those of y'all out there who do not know, Lavelle knows this, but I am recovering from vertigo. Um, I've been mm. sick all week, and um, you know, it's not COVID. That's, that's right. Like when you tell people you're sick, you got to literally start it off with, "I'm sick." It's not COVID. It's not COVID, right? And God forbid if you cough. Oh my goodness! At the doctor's office or in a grocery store, you know. It's... Oh, I'm not coughing. I'm telling you that right now. I didn't almost choked on my coughs a hundred times this year, bro. I'm talking about red right. in the face, about to pass out. I refuse to cough in public. <laughs> I'm so serious. I, where was we? Yes. We were somewhere recently, and Tiff was looking at me like, "What are you doing?" Because, because I was tra- mm-hmm. instead of trying to cough, I just tripped. I kept trying to drink the cough away, so I kept taking yes. sips of the water, and it would. I'm, I'm alright. <laughs> It's okay. Uh, yeah, man. But I, yeah, I've been sick. This is so. This is a uh, day five, and uh, actually the best I've been. I would say that I'm actually about ninety five percent right now, uh, back to my normal self. Um, Thank God. Yeah, but I when I was just setting up for the show and getting the mic and everything, and um, you know, bringing everything to my office because I'm scared to actually do interviews in the studio still because of my internet connection. Uh, right. I turn too fast and I, and mm. the thing with it is like, I lost my balance, but here's the thing. If you, you know, if, if a person never had vertigo or whatever, I know you know about it. You never had it though. Have you? I have not. Okay. It is one of the craziest things I've ever experienced in my life. Um, because it was different almost every day, but it's pretty much extreme dizziness and nausea at the same time. So if mm. you could imagine like losing your balance, but while that's happening, feeling like you were about to, you know, um, mm-hmm. and then that actually happened in a couple times. Yeah, that was, um, it was rough, man. And on the, um, and then I'll be done with this. But on the second day that I had it, the first day was real bad. I slept for 16 hours. But wow. Yeah. And, you know, I don't sleep like that. That was Wednesday. Right. Right. Wednesday, I slept for 16 hours. And then um, the second day, I thought I was okay. Mm. I actually thought I was straight. So I got up. I'm like, we good. Let's we going, let's go to the show. So <laughs> me and Tim right. go to the show, bruh. And I had to get up in the middle of the movie. And when I tell you walking out, I literally looked like somebody drunk uncle. And people were mm. looking at me like, what's wrong with this dude? Like I was falling up. I mean, it was it was bad. And that was when Tiff looked at me like, okay. Like, you not right. And then it got worse from there. That's when I started getting real nauseous and stuff that night. But uh, here we are, man, by the grace of God. Nurse Tiffany uh, nursed me back to good health. Shout out to my wife. <laughs> uh, yes. Who took good care of me, man. She was really dope. So um, if she, I'm like, if you wasn't here, I don't know what I would have did. So because it was bad. So anyway, I'm still alive. I'm here. Thank God uh, the podcast lives on. Thank God. Because, you know, I would have took over if you needed me to. <laughs> if I need. Look, I can see you now like. Oh, you're announcing to the people like the Lord has put it on my heart to lead this great army of people. Like what? 
great army? It's like six of y'all. <laughs> That's a lie. I'm joking. It's not six of us. We at least 10 strong and inspire guys, people, for sure. Um, All right. Anyway, man, what's up with you, man? What's up your way? Now that, now that we know how I'm doing, that I'm doing well, you know, I guess you could yes. say I've, I've gotten uh-huh. there. What's up with you? Uh, nothing much, man. Doing well as well. And you know, all the, you know, just just chilling, relaxing, and preparing. You know, I noticed, you know, things are starting to open back up, uh, you know, a lot. So we're just, you know, just trying to get prepared for things. And the other day I was uh I was watching Jurassic Park, the first you know, the first one, and there was this really funny scene in there. <laughs> That I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm assuming most people caught it, but uh, I, you know, I was watching and, and, and there was a scene where they were, I, I think it was maybe midway through the movie, and they were, they were in the car r- driving away from a, from a T Rex, and you know, the T Rex was like the, the biggest and baddest dinosaur. Well, in the first movie, you know, later on they introduced other uh, Are you in dinosaurs. Jurassic Park Part One. Yes, the very, very first one, the oh, original right. Jurassic Park. What year did that come? Go ahead, finish your story, and I'm gonna. Yeah, look it up. I think I'm, my guess is gonna be somewhere around ninety-two. Okay, most of my listeners were literally. We were. I was a child, <laughs> small child, and they were literally babies. So I just, I want you to know that not only was I a small child, a lot of a lot of my listeners are a little younger than me by a couple of years. So anyway, go ahead, okay. finish your story. I'm just getting myself ready for the types of emails that I'm gonna be getting. Um, because two weeks ago when I used the example of buying Amazon stock in 1997, which I wasn't old enough to buy it back then either, but I used that mm-hmm. example and people were like, yo, bro, there was no, I'm like, it's just take the example. So go ahead. Take the example. People. Right. Jurassic Park part one, the one, the one before HD existed before, you know, flat screen TVs. That's the one he's talking about. Yes. The very first one. So they were running from this T-Rex in the car. And then there was a shot that Steven Spielberg did of the mirror, the side view mirror. And in the mirror, you can see the T-Rex chasing them, but the mirror says something, and if you look on your side view mirror in your car, most likely it says it as well. But it said, objects in mirror are closer than they appear. Mm. So it made that seem funnier because it looked like the T-Rex was at a certain distance but in the mirror, it was saying that it's actually closer than it really actually is. So it was a it was a cute little scene that was really funny and witty. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And so I was sitting there and I was like, oh, I started thinking about that. I was like, huh, wow, how many times does our past come up and appear closer to us than it actually is? Now, I know, you know, everybody in your audience knows by now, I said pretty much every episode, but the book of Philippians is, you know, one of your, definitely one of your favorite books uh, in the Bible. And, oh, let me throw this shout out. Um, You and I did a teaching on my program, uh, Quarantine with Lavelle. Uh, We did chapters one and chapter two, and we are going to be doing chapter three and chapter four in August. So stay tuned. I'm, I think it's going to be the first and the third Thursday. Uh, you and I will be doing the teaching to finish that up of Philippians chapter three and chapter four. Yep. But chapter three of Philippians verses 13 and 14 says this. Brother, I count not myself to have apprehended, which means he's not saying basically he's saying I'm not 
I don't have it all together. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not saying I'm all the way there. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hmm. That was the scripture that popped into my head when I was watching that scene and I saw that objects and mirror are closer than they appear. Because many times when you think about it, you know, whether it's the devil, whether it's our family members, whether it's our friends or enemies, or whether it's ourselves, a lot of times we bring up things in our past and make them appear closer to us than they actually are. I like it, man. That's pretty deep. Um, pretty deep. I was wondering where you were going to go because, you know, I've, I've heard the objects in the mirror are closer than they appear mentioned a lot of times, but I've never heard it um, brought up like this. So I think this is a, um, just a great example. Like the, the idea of your past seeming closer um, is interesting to me. And one of the things that's interesting about what you said to me is that, you know, when you look, cause they were looking in the side view mirror, right? <clears throat> and when you think about a side view or a rear view mirror, those mirrors are not intended for you to look at yourself. Mm. Those mirrors are intended for you to look behind you. And so, <clears throat> all right, this is literally what I posted on Instagram in my story this morning. Oh, um, wow. I posted on my story, I said, you know, I've learned to hold myself accountable versus blaming others. Mm. And then I said, because when you, when you blame others, you give them too much control over your life, right? That's the wow. easy thing to do. But then I said, although every situation is different, look in the mirror before you look out the window. That's what I said this mm. morning, about eight o'clock this morning. And, wow. what I, and here's what, what you saying makes me think of. Look in the mirror before you look out the window. When you look into that side view mirror, that mirror mm -hmm. that's not intended for you to look at yourself, mm -hmm. you got to look out the window before you get to that mirror. Mm -hmm. But if you look in a mirror that's intended like in your bathroom, the mirror mm -hmm. where you see your own reflection. And I, I never even thought about the fact that like there, there's different types of mirrors. Like mirrors have different purposes <laughs> until you just said this. And it's helping wow. me even have a perspective about that. But I think sometimes we think we're looking in the mirror mm -hmm. as in looking for our, you know, it's like, you know, man in the mirror, I'm gonna look at myself mm -hmm. and see what's wrong with me. And really mm -hmm. we're cheating because we're looking in a side view mirror. And so mm. there are times that the Lord wants us to be looking at ourselves so we can correct whatever we did wrong. So it's like, wow. you know, me and my wife get into it. Then it's easy for me to point the finger at what she did. And Hey, I did what I did because you did what you did. Right. And mm. so we start mm -hmm. looking through the rear view mirror, but what God really wants us to do is look in the mirror where it's really our reflection. Wow. That is really good. As a matter of fact, I can't think of where it is right now, but there is, there is a scripture that talks about where Paul was talking about us, you know, looking in a mirror, in, in, into a mirror uh, dimly, right? But, you know, you need to clean it off, right? You need <laughs> yeah, to be yeah. able to see yourself, see yourself. 
And that's really good. I didn't even think about the fact that, you know, different mirrors have different purposes. And they're even made differently, apparently, because why would the objects in my side view or real view mirror look closer than they really are? But a mirror is actually made to show you a exact replication of who you are. Ooh. So mirrors are even made different. They have so different we purpose. have to, yes, they have different purposes. So, wow, that's really good. You know, so we have to be careful that we're looking in the right mirror. That's great. Like, cause when you think about it, the side view mirror, the intention of it is to protect you from hitting something. Mm, so mm-hmm. we even looking in the wrong mirror for the wrong reason. We're mm. looking in the side view mirror to dwell on the past. When you, mm. if you are looking at this in the side view mirror, it's because you're about to make a transition. And so it's like, okay, I got you in this one space. And before I transition you, I need to make sure that you have cleared those things behind you so that you don't mm. hit them or run over them. So it's like, okay, all right, Jermaine, if you used to have a drinking problem and we got past that and we got you on this new path and a new lane, now I'm about to transition you now that you got past the drinking problem. I'm going to transition you over here. I'm only having you look in the side view mirror to ensure that you have cleared the drinking problem mm. before you change lanes. That's why the, wow. when you're looking in that mirror, it seems closer than it appears. So it's like... At the end of the day, or it, it's like you got to make sure the intention. So, like, I think sometimes we really struggle on why do I look back? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I looking back for? Looking back, there could be good reasons to look back, but there could be some people who look back and they get caught in that side view mirror. And the thing about it is if you get stuck looking in that side view mirror, then what Paul Say it comes in in the play where it that yes. that side view mirror isn't for you to it's for you to glance at. It's not yes. even for you to 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 dwell on, or you'll hit something in front of you. Mm. I, I, yeah, I love the way Paul worded that. He said, "Forgetting those things yeah. which are behind you." Now, now he didn't mean forget it. Like, wait, what? That, no, that never happened. Well, I never did that. No, he was saying that's not your fault. Can you imagine driving your car? And you only look in the mirrors. You never look out the window. <laughs> You're going to have an accident. Easily. If you only look in the mirrors and don't look out the window, you are going to have an accident. So the purpose of those mirrors, like you said, are transitional. Is for me to take a glance, make sure that I'm clear from whatever is in the way or possibly is in the way so that I can move to the next lane, different mirror. Or as we as we say in church, so I can go to the next level or the next dimension. You know, depending on whatever the yeah. churchy phrase is at the time. Yeah, you say that in church. <laughs> I don't use words like dimension. Um, it's, 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 I don't. I don't just get deep for no reason like that. Um, if I get, well, deep you know, me, I do. Yeah, churchy for no reason in the flesh. <laughs> Um, here's what's dope about this though. Cause it makes me think like, I just keep thinking different mirrors. So you got to understand the purpose of what you are looking at is what it comes down to. Right. Cause a lot of times we don't know how to apply this stuff. So I really want to like kind of unpack what we're saying. Um, mm-hmm. this morning, um, I got up cause again, it's the first day that I could actually walk around and do, do normal stuff. So I'm five days behind on stuff is like things that I was needed to do for work last week. And actually I was technically off work. 
I was on vacation last week, but I knew I was going to still be working a little bit. Um, so getting sick really messed me up because I got a, um, a fairly um, big meeting coming up on Tuesday. And this is like an in-person meeting. You know, I'm, we getting back to in-person meetings and business travel. I'm booking some trips and things like that. So um, I got this big meeting coming up and you know, I didn't, I got all kind of clothes and shoes. I mean, I got, I got a bunch of shoes and stuff. And so, um, a lot of it I haven't worn cause it was so many sales going on in the pandemic. I'm like, you know, don't leave the pandemic empty handed. That also included my closet. Um, so we got a bunch of new, new, uh, clothes and shoes and I'm ready to unleash and stuff, especially business related stuff. And, um, so I was upstairs in the mirror trying on stuff to see how it looked before I go to this meeting. Here's my point. Mm. Different mirrors have different purposes. The mm. mirror that you're looking in when you're checking yourself, right? And you're looking at yourself first. For me in this instance, I was looking in the mirror to prepare for where I'm going. Cause mm. I don't want the first time that I show up to this important meeting to be the mm. first time that I like, I never looked at myself and the first time I was looked at or judged or made sure this shirt was buttoned right or this was tucked right or this whatever, that it looked right was allowing someone else to see it. And so what am I saying there? I'm saying that there are times in our lives where we have big, you know, big moments coming up. And when you don't take the time to prepare, that like you're when you don't take the time to look in the mirror and prepare, then you will get to somewhere where God called you to. And you will make a fool out of yourself because you didn't look in the mirror first. So that's one mm. purpose for a mirror. I don't know if you got something to add to that or whatever, but it's like one purpose of a mirror is to prepare. Like I need to look at myself, not so that I can get down or depressed, but so mm -hmm. that I can be prepared for where I'm going. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you know, I found that scripture. It wasn't Paul. It was James, James chapter one. Um, Verse 22, starting at 22, um, this is the NLT. It says, don't, don't just listen to God's word. You must do what it says. You know, the King James says, be here, uh, uh, doers of the word and not hearers only, right? Uh, otherwise, you're only fool, fooling yourselves. Then he goes on in verse 23 to say, if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. Yeah, we just read that um, last week, I believe, on this show. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we just I'm, still, I'm actually still a few episodes behind, but yeah. I have been well, really I, enjoying it. Once show. again, God's people, this is proof that I am – in the prophetic ram ahead of Lavelle um, at all times. Yes, last uh, two weeks we have read James chapter one, and I believe the second half was last week, or two weeks ago now because we last week I was sick. Episode 128, um, quick to listen and so to, slow to speak, um, was, um, you know, where we read James one. So look, no, this this is what I love about this, though, you know, because obviously we, didn't, we, don't, we don't do any preparation when you come on the show, um, which is amazing that you would pick up right where I left off a couple weeks ago um, talking about which, which, which shows is, is my prophetic gift, not uh, yours. But go ahead. I would argue that <laughs> uh, I, I, okay, we'll say 50-50 we can split the prophetic. No, but what I love about that, right, is 
you know what's important to me with this show, man, is that people that we don't just throw out a bunch of cliches and catch phrases, but people figure out how to take the word and apply it to their lives, which is what I was just talking about with looking in the mirror. And then you pull out that scripture that we just read two weeks ago. That really is the purpose behind it is saying, hey, look, you have to actually do something with this word. So yes. like, like, and, and it's funny because I've been having this conversation with friends, family, um, you know, a lot of people, it seemed like this idea of acting on a word has been coming up a lot lately. And I want to go back to like the, the initial thought behind um, the objects in the mirror that are behind you. Right. And mm-hmm. A lot of us are looking in that side view mirror and allowing it to stop us from going forward. Now, here's what's crazy to me. Why is it or how is it that something behind you should be able to stop you from going forward? Could you imagine like, imagine this, imagine you got, you got to put this in action. Imagine you're walking through your house. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to stop you from getting somewhere, I would have to put something in front of you. Right. It doesn't even make sense for us to allow things that we've already passed to stop wow. us from going forward. Mm. Like, wow. If a dog is chasing you, <laughs> try putting something behind him and see if he stops by stop trying to bite you. <laughs> now, if you want to stop that dog or whatever is attacking you, if you want to stop an attacker, you need to put something in front of it. But we are the only ones who allow mm. things behind us to stop us from moving forward as Paul calls pressing towards the mark. Mm. Wow. Make it make sense, Lavelle. Why, why do we do that? <laughs> I wish I could answer that question. And, and, and like you said, we do it all the time. You know, we allow our past to hinder our future. And I don't, I, I don't have an answer. I don't know why we do it. Um, I, I wish I could answer that because that would help. Me and it would help, you know, quite a few people. But but we do it all the time. We allow our past to stop. Maybe it's because maybe it's because we're only looking back. Maybe maybe we're driving our car. And we're only looking in the mirror. Maybe we're not looking forward or looking ahead. Right. Notice in that James passage, you know, it says, you know, a man looks in the mirror. And then leaves and forgets what he looks like. Right? When I first wake up, you know, you might have sleep in your eye, hair all messed up. You got the sleepy face. You know, now if I look in the mirror and see that, but I don't do anything about it, and I just go outside, I'm not going to remember how I'm looking, but everybody else is going to look at me and notice, oh, man, he didn't wash his face. He didn't do nothing to his hair. He didn't, you know, and, and I think we do that all the time. We'll... We're looking, but we won't deal with our issues. We won't deal with our past. You know, that's why the Bible always talking about moving forward, pressing forward. Go, uh, uh, thought about the, uh, I think it's in Hebrews, talking about Jesus. Um, he it said, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, right? What joy? It was pain, suffering, right? But he was looking beyond that. He didn't let that stop. He didn't let the pain and suffering that he knew he was about to go through stop him. He let that be in his rearview mirror. And he kept pressing forward. Why? Because he said it was for the joy that was set before him because he knew what his purpose and his goal was going to accomplish. So he knew the value 
of what was in front of them, right? Because I'm I'm just thinking through practically, like how can how can we give people steps? So it's like number one, look through the mirror, look forward in the mirror, the reflective mirror to prepare yourself for where you're going, right? So because yeah. it's really two things at play right here. It's what's in front of you and what's behind you. There's a battle taking place, right? Mm. So there, there's something that you're going to and something that you've been through and you're in the middle of these things and they seem to both be pulling at you because look, the objects in the mirror are closer than they appear. So mm. both things are close to you. But here's, and I'm going to be honest with you, man. This is just me talking. This is what I don't like about stuff. Mm-hmm. Even and I look. This is I'm I'm being now I'm being deep, right? This is me being deep. Like, <laughs> why is it that they made sure that they put that on the mirror that you looking back to, to remind you that something is closer to you than what it looks like, but we mm. never look at what's in front of us as closer than what it looks like. We mm. always think what's in front of us, like we always think the thing that we're striving for is so far. Right. And you know so that I, like like but it makes it like almost unobtainable. So, for instance, if you're like if you're in a bad situation trying to get out it make it seem like, oh, Lavelle, you from the east side of Detroit. You can never no, you can never become this. That's too mm-hmm. far. But, that you know, mm-hmm. that thing behind you being in the street, selling drugs, smoking weed, doing all this stuff. That's closer than it appears, bro. Wow. You could just turn around right now and have that right now. Why is that? Wow. Wow, I don't know. Are you 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 probably gonna get some letters or emails on this too? <clears throat> but are you old enough to remember Bablo? Bablo Island? Yeah, yeah. We went there a couple times as a kid. Oh, all right, cool. So you old too? Now, um, <laughs> just in case the audience out there doesn't know what Bablo is, so Bablo was like like Cedar Point. It was an amusement park, but it was on an island. So the way we would get to Bablo, there was was called the, it was called the Bablo boat. Like we actually would drive downtown, we'd get on the Bablo boat, and we would take the boat to the island. Now, the boat was fun. They had music going, food, and everything on the boat. You know, so it was a fun ride there. But one thing I always noticed is that it seemed like it took forever to get to Cedar Point. I mean, to uh, Bablo. It seemed like it took forever to get there. But on the way back, it seemed like it went by quick. It was the exact same difference, uh, distance there and distance back. It took the exact same amount of time. The boat was going the exact same speed, but it seemed like it took forever to actually get to Bablo Island. Why? Because we were anticipating it. We couldn't wait, right? We just were all excited. Oh, I can't wait to get to Bablo. But then once you get there, now that it's behind you, things seem like they're moving quicker. So I think we need to be, you know, I think it's okay for us to be excited about what God has done, but the Bible talks about not being anxious for nothing, right? We get too anxious sometimes, and we just, oh, man, I just, oh, man, I got to get to my goal and my purpose. And we don't, a lot of times, we don't want to take the steps necessary to get there. And if you skip steps, then somewhere down the line, you're not going to have the information that you need to get to where you need to be. So you're saying, like, we could be so anxious that we almost trip over ourselves like I've been doing all week with Vertigo. It should be <laughs> right. called Vertigo Island. It's just you know, it's get there and a whole bunch of people. That's what it is, people. We going to Vertigo Island. We going to get there. It's going to be a bunch of people tripping over themselves, can't see where they going. And look, and I'm not trying to be funny, 
Like, because mm-hmm. this ain't all the way funny yet, because I still got this a little bit. I'm still <laughs> right. a little dizzy. But here's what's crazy about what I've been going through in relation to this. When you have vertigo, do you realize today it's been five days and today was the first day that I was able to look at myself in the mirror and focus on something without it moving? Mm. Right. Wow. And so what, what I'm saying is like, it's crazy to me that when you have something like this, that and, and they say, here's what they say. All right. When you when you look up vertigo, like I, there could be a bunch of different reasons or ways you can get it. But one of the more normal ways that you have it is because something is in your ear. Mm-hmm. And something being mm-hmm. in your ear causes your entire body to be off balance. All right. I want wow. you I want you to think about I want you to step back. A lot of us are allowing so many different voices and so many different people in our ear. So we, mm. we in this battle between where we going and what's behind us and mm. some t- and we and we dizzy and we we can't see straight and we on vertigo island and we trying to figure out, is it something wrong with my eyes? Is it something wrong with the mirror? Like, here's what's crazy. I got vertigo, but my ears don't hurt. I'm mm. dizzy. My stomach, everything but my ears hurting. And what am I saying? Like, if you're not careful. You will be on Vertigo Island trying to fix everything but the problem. So mm, the problem wow. is simple as are we hearers and doers of the word of God? Is the word mm. of God the thing that's going into our ears? Like some of us are listening to the wrong podcast. We listening to the wrong music, the wrong. Like mm. it's it's so much out here. And don't get me wrong. It's a lot of good out here, too. And a lot of people are listening mm. to good stuff. I'm not saying we the only good show. But what right, I am right. saying is that. If I get off of Inspire God's People and turn it to, let's just call it um, pop culture entertainment television, whatever, just make up a, mm-hmm. a station name. And I mm-hmm. watch that for 30 minutes. And for 30 minutes, all they do is talk about this celebrity. She got this surgery. This celebrity, he did this. This person mm-hmm. stole this. This person, yep. like at some point, all of the things going in my ear it's going to mm. cause my entire body and my lifestyle spiritually to go off in balance. And that's how you get the vertigo island. So what I'm, what I guess ultimately what I'm saying is that in this battle between what's in front of you and what's behind you, you have to ask yourself, what, am, what do I believe? Mm. Wow. That's, that's really, really, really good. You know, because like you said, the, you know, the Bible says be doers of the word and not hearers only. Yeah. You still have to hear the word, but you're not just only hearing the word. You are doing what the word says. You know, I, I was thinking as you were talking, like, you know, I have never, nor have you, nor has anyone listening to this program. What is he about to say? Nobody. You, you never. None of us have ever seen our face without looking in a mirror. It's one of the weirdest parts of life to me. <laughs> I don't know what I look like. Some of y'all exactly. walking around thinking you fine. And it's like, eh? <laughs> you, uh, you, maybe uh, in your mirror. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can never see yourself with your own eyes. Mm. Wow. 
That's actually scary. Yeah. That is all. I've thought about that a lot of times. I have no idea why you just said it, but it scares me. Like the thought of it, like I could see everyone else clearly with my own eyes, but I could never look at myself that way is one of actually the weirdest aspects of life. And I'm sure some of us would look differently than we think if we saw ourselves. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. So well, okay, first of all, the reason I brought that up is because the word of God is our mirror. So we have to constantly read the word of God so that we can see who we really are. All right. But I have a mirror in my bathroom. This mirror, I don't know who made it. <laughs> if I find out who made it, I will thank them. Right. But it makes me look thinner than I am. Yep. <laughs> I said, when I'm in that mirror and I got all, you know, I put on a shirt or something, oh, man, we're good. And then I walk by another mirror and be like, who is this? What is happening here? And oh my God, I got that many holes and you can see it through the shirt. Right. You know, so whose mirror are you looking through? Now, if I wanted to look in that mirror, if, if I only went to that mirror just to make me feel good about myself, that's still not the way everybody else is seeing me. That's just the way I'm looking at myself. Right. So the question is, are you looking in an accurate mirror or are you looking in a mirror that's making you look the way you think you should you the way the way you want to look? Or are you looking in that mirror that's making things behind you closer than they actually appear? Every mirror is a perspective. That, mm. like, that, like what you're saying, because I had that happen to me all the time. I'm not going to lie. I can look in one mirror and I'm like, yo, I'm killing it. Like, I look great today. Like my skin <laughs> looking good. I'm feeling good. And then I can go in like Walmart. This is when it usually happened to me at like Walmart or something. And you walking past like the mirror aisle and you have mm. to take a look at yourself and you like, wait a minute. Oh my God. Oh, right. oh wait a minute. Is that me? This is a different mm -hmm. mirror. Like, so ultimately, even when I think, I'm sorry to keep bringing it back to vertigo, but the reason I keep bringing it here is because all of this is about is what does something appear to be? So like mm -hmm. I had this moment last night, right? Uh, again, la yesterday I would say I was about 85, 90%. Today I'm 90, 95%. So, yep. you know, I'm st I start testing and, and trying to do new things because it's been four or five days I've been sick and I'm like, I've been walking around like an 85 year old man. I don't like it. Scared to, <laughs> I'm scared to turn around. Like turning around has been the scariest yeah. thing in the last four days. So last night um, when, I, when I got in bed, it was like I went in the closet or something and must have changed my clothes or something. And then when I came out, I jumped on the bed. But I like the way I jumped and laid on the bed, um, it was like on my side or something, right? Mm -hmm. I got in the bed, Lavelle, and I can't... You have to picture some creepy movie or something, right? When I got <laughs> in the bed, because I thought I was feeling good and I wasn't dizzy and wasn't losing myself in Vertigo no more. I was mm -hmm. off of Vertigo Island. When I got on the bed, then I was like, Ah, and Tiff was like, what? And I was like, oh my God, I thought I was just falling. I laid wow. on the bed and a second after I laid on the bed, it felt like the entire bed moved and then shifted and I was falling off, but I wasn't. Wow. It was the vertigo. Mm. The vertigo mm -hmm. was making me feel as a, it was making me feel, even though I was balanced, because I was on my side, it was making me feel off balance like I was falling, but I was standing mm. still. And so what am I saying? I'm saying like the point that you just made is that 
every mirror that we look into gives us a different perspective. And here was what, here's what was scary about that moment last night. And I think this will be a moment that I'll never forget. It felt real. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so there are times that we are looking into the enemy's mirrors to find out about ourselves, to wow. learn about ourselves and our desires and our wants and all these feelings I have and all this. And the things that the enemy is showing me feels real. So I'm believing his perspective, but it goes back to what you said. You said that the Bible is our mirror. Can you talk about that? Like at all? Can you, can you tell us the importance of the Bible being our mirror? Yes. The Bible is the word of God. Actually, it's funny. You mentioned that I'm actually doing a series on quarantine with Lavelle about the Bible. Uh, the first one was, is the Bible really the word of God? The second was, how did we get the Bible? And the third one is going to be about the various translations of the Bible. So not to go too deep into detail, not to cut you off. I started listening yesterday. Um, okay. or the day before yesterday, it was one of these days I was in bed with vertigo and I got maybe 40 <laughs> minutes in and then okay. it was like, I started getting nauseous cause even words coming out too fast was making me sick. So I got to get back to wow. it. But that was with you, elder Mike and Desmond, I think his name yes. is, I don't know him personally, yep. but, um, yeah, enjoying that conversation so far. So, um, definitely check out quarantine with Lavelle, um, important conversations about the Bible. Um, y'all go really in depth in scripture and it helps me. Um, and that conversation in particular about how we got the word of God is something I'm like super anxious to finish up. So dope stuff. Man. Oh, praise God. Thank God, man. I, 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 it helped me out tremendously too. <clears throat> I had to, I brought them in to help me out. I did the one on the, um, you know, is the Bible really the word of God? And, you know, not to go too deep, but when you look at the, the evidence for the, the manuscript evidence, the archaeological evidence, the science of statistical probability, the prophetic evidence, when you look at all these things, it all comes together that the Bible is actually the word of God. So the importance of the word of God is that it never changes. It never changes. It's the one constant in our lives. People may say, I'm going to be there for you. And they may flip the script and not be there for you. You may feel one way and emotionally feel another way the next day. The only consistent thing in our lives is the word of God. That is our mirror. That's how we're to view ourselves. So when I was younger, and I think they still have them, you know, when you go to the carnival or amusement park or something, they have the little fun houses, right? Now, when you go in there, they have these rooms uh, I don't. I forgot what they're called, but it's like house different of types of house of mirrors. That's it. So you may go into one, it may, may it may make you short and wide. Then you go in another mirror and you long and skinny and thin and just tall. You know, the other one has your face all contorted, right? Which mirror are you looking in? You have mirrors from the enemy. You have mirrors from your family. You have mirrors from your friends. You have mirrors from your enemies. You have mirrors for yourself. But which one of those mirrors is the one that's always going to be consistent? That is going to be the word of God. The word of God is the one constant in our life. It's the one thing that never changes. That's what we need. We need a constant. You know, because if I'm just going by what you know, my family's mirror, like my family may have known me, when I was whatever doing whatever I was doing in the streets, right? And they're not able to see me now the way God sees me. 
Um, I may not be able to forgive myself for some of the things I did in my past. So if I'm still looking in LaBelle's mirror, then I'm going to still be looking at objects that are closer than they appear, right? But when we look into the mirror of the Word of God, it's the one thing that's constant, the one thing that we should hold on to. So I admonish, and that's why I thank God for this program, Inspire God's People, because you always look at things from a biblical perspective. You look at things, you know, like business, entrepreneurship, all of that, but you still look at it through the lens of God's word. Man, that's some good stuff, bro. Thank you for breaking that down. And I want to make sure, man, like, because this is such a, this is helping me. It's encouraging me because, like, um, me and my wife have been talking a lot about peace. Peace has been the word in the last few weeks in particular, and the topic that we've been diving into and we've learned how in our marriage, you know, as time goes and maturity comes, we've learned how to really, you know, just get more vulnerable and dive into these topics in a way where you're not trying to be right. You're not trying to, you know, seem no type of way, but you just, you know, being honest about some of the struggles that we all have, some of the challenges we all have and the perceptions and flaws that we all have. I know I have many of them. And like, as I, as I think about this idea of like, the, this mirror when in, in the in the conversation of peace um in particular i'll tell you one of the things that that i've talked about not just with my wife but with a lot of people lately is like our um you know our um you could say physical attraction i guess is the way to say it right mm-hmm. um there's such um a pressure i think like never before in this particular society for people to look pretty right? To look attractive, not beautiful because beauty is flawed. Um, something mm-hmm. beautiful, a rock can be beautiful and a rock has been through a lot. Um, mm-hmm. but, but we want to be pretty, which is more like being perfect. And we, I got a whole podcast about this. Just look for the title with talks about pretty and beautiful. And we have a guest on that show to break it down. But here's my point that I'm getting down to. We want to be pretty and attractive because we are more focused on the mirrors that show us what we look like on the outside. Mm. But the Bible is the only mirror that shows you an internal reflection. Mm. So when you think about looking into the word of God, the word of God penetrates beyond your skin, beyond all the things that we put on every day to cover up and to look like something. And it shows you who you really are. So the reason Mm. you want to look in this mirror, the word of God, before you're looking at other mirrors is because this mirror ain't going to show you what it looked like. It's going to show you what it is. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Hey man, that is, I I think that was an excellent summary and I think you hit the nail on the head. Amen. So we, you know, you know, you know, the Bible talks, you know, the scripture says, whose report are you going to believe? Right. I'm going to re- re- believe the report of the Lord, you know, so I'm going to believe what the Bible says about me. You know, I remember um, when I turned 40. Uh, and so I, let me just let the audience know, just in case somebody hasn't seen me. I'm not thin, y'all. I'm a little overweight. I'm, I'm definitely over the weight that I should be. Right. So what I would normally do, and, and I still do it, to be honest, um, but I wear clothes that are a little bigger to try to hide some of the, uh, you know, the overweightness, the fat, I'll say the word. I ain't scared. <laughs> Just call yourself <laughs> fat. Uh, it's, it's <laughs> you talking. It's, this is not it's the, the, the words being shared right now are those of the opinion of LaBelle Neal. 
We are not on this show calling this man fat. And hey, so that's, hey. that's you. But, but at my 40th, I had, a, I had a, like a big birthday party for my 40th birthday. And you and your amazing wife took me shopping. Yeah, right? I remember that. You all took me shopping to buy me an outfit for my 40th birthday party. And what you all picked out was amazing. But I felt like it was too tight because I wanted to hide the 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 what you know the fat the overweightness right wanted I wanted to wear something to go everything is vertigo now <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah, so I wanted to hide it but what you all basically were saying was it doesn't matter how big the clothes are that you wear <laughs> people still gonna know you know it's not like I'm hiding it so be who you are basically is the way I took that. And I cannot express how many compliments I got from that outfit that you all bought me. Yeah, you I mean, literally that. 40 or 50 comments at least of people that were at the birthday party and then online when they saw the pictures, like people like really, really were complimenting me. But I felt insecure, right? I'm like, oh man, they're going to be able to see who I really am if I wear this. But that's okay. I am who I am, right? So, let, let, you know, I think we just need to look in the mirror, be honest with ourselves, admit who we are, because the word of God, like you said, looks internally. So if there's some problems there on the inside, be honest with yourself. There's literally no sense in lying to God. He knows everything, and he loves you just the way you are. And he makes provision that if there is something wrong that needs to be changed, he makes provision for that in his word. Yeah, and what I love about, um, I mean, I think it's weird that you tell so much of your business um, publicly. <laughs> you, you know that I feel that way. I do. I mean, people know how old you are. They know how much you weigh. <laughs> they know. They know. But but here's what I do love about it in all in all seriousness. Um, you don't try to create a false image. I mean, sometimes mm -hmm. I think you maybe make a worse image. Like if I didn't know you, I would be, I would have a, I would have very low expectations. Let's put it that way. But I don't I don't I don't think it's as bad as you make it seem um, at all. But but I but I think the point is right. And even in this conversation, and what I'm hoping that people gain from this man is that. You know, this is not a place where we try to have superficial images, right? I am not mm -hmm. um, Superman. I am not like the, some, you know, um, like something that you can't be. You know what I mean? We all we all may have superpowers that are that that God has given us, and we're gifted figuratively in that way. But I mean, from a quite literal sense. Um, I'm a very flawed man. I still have struggles and things that I have to overcome. There are objects in my mirrors that seems closer than they appear and things that I'm constantly striving for. And as I kind of said, when we came on earlier, it's like, you know, one of the things that I'm learning in all of this and the reason that we're talking about looking in the mirror and understanding your flaws and who you are and accepting those is because I think what the world has conditioned us to do is blame our quote unquote haters and blame other people. But what that does is, um, I, I, I'll say this um, as an example, man strikes again um, to those of you who are fans of example, man. I do have a couple fans of example, man on Twitter, by the way. So shout out to y'all who show love to example, man. Um, he's striking again in the middle of my sentence. Um, I think I've given this example on the show, but I'm going to give it again. Um, one of my absolute favorite episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Do you remember this? Have I told you this? 
I don't know. I don't know okay, where great. this is going. All right, great. great so I'm excited. Great. That's great. There we are. There we are. You know, look in the mirror and prepare. Um, <laughs> so, you know, everyone knows that the song, the, the song that comes on uh, West Philadelphia, Born and Raised, all of that, right? And mm-hmm. Will get, paints the story of he was in the playground and, and all. this is a, a particular mirror, right? From his perspective, mm-hmm. he's on the playground. These dudes want to fight him and he goes and moves. Well, there's this one episode where, where Will goes back, right? He goes back to his past and visits his old hometown. And I remember he finds himself on the basketball court, again, faced with the guy who was the bully back then that beat him up and sent him out to Bel Air, right? This was this literally has never left my mind. Will wanted to fight him that day to try to avenge his cowardness of his past. Mm. And the guy who was the former bully had looked at Will and said, look, man, you haven't grown past that. I don't have anything to prove to anybody but these six people behind me. And I'm paraphrasing. But here's what that made me think about. Never be the person in the story who's being held back from something in the past and other people have moved on and matured beyond it. And the reason you're being held back, catch this, is because you're blaming them. But while you're blaming them, they have grown. So for me, the reason why I believe in looking in the mirror and trying to figure out what I did wrong and try to better myself is A, because I know I did wrong in life. I know that I'm not some squeaky clean, never made a mistake person. But B is because, look, man, I'm praying that people move on. I'm praying that that people grow, but I don't want to be left behind. What does Paul say? Press towards the mark. And Will found himself in a situation where he was never able to grow past the objects in his mirror, but the objects had grown. And that was something, man, I just was like, I never wow. want to be like that. I never want to be holding on and blaming people and mad at the world, and the world has grown, and here I am still stuck. I'm, I'm actually, I, I actually have never seen that episode. Wow, okay, all right. Man, I put the old <laughs> I'm, man I'm gonna. I'm going to... I'm going to watch that uh, today, actually. Sweet. <laughs> um, yeah, because, I, I, you know, I watched the reunion, you know, the, the Fresh Prince reunion that they had. And one thing that did impress me is that, you know, Will Smith, in his real life, he dealt with that whole issue with, uh, I can't think of her name, Janet, uh, the, yeah. the, the first Aunt Vera. Dark skin Aunt Vera. You know, yeah, there was like this big thing with them. Like, they were battling, cussing each other out on on uh, YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, all the, you know, different social media sites. And I mean, it just was this long 20 year feud. And then he actually applied to his life and he apologized and told her that I was young. I was thought I was on top of the world. And so he actually dealt with that issue then. And I thought about, you know, one of my favorite shows is Martin. You know, remember the episode of Martin? I know you remember this episode where he went to, um, his reunion, the school reunion, and his <laughs> only purpose for going, pretty wicked, pretty wicked, what they called him. You know, they, the only reason he went was to show them that he was better than them and that he had, that he had succeeded. But in the end, when Gina, you know, she had, got, was allergic to something, her face was all contorted and messed up. And it got to the point where he had to realize, I don't care what you all think about me. I know what I have in my life. So, okay. So, all right. So from a very practical sense, Mm -hmm. this biblical mirror that we talking about, 
It will cause you, if you're in a situation, for instance, and you want to go and stunt on old people, you want to go <laughs> and, like, you want to go and, 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 and prove everybody, prove everything to somebody, the biblical mirror will cause you to look internally at what is the real insecurity that's taking, what's the real thing that's happening. And it ain't about you trying to care about them. Is that you mm-hmm. need the peace that surpasses all understanding. And here's what's crazy, man. Me and Tiff were joking because, like I told you, I tried to go to the show and I was looking crazy. And I was like, man, you know what would have been embarrassing? If, like, you know, if sometime in the past me and Tiff had broke up or something and then I called myself going out to the show and then I ran out at, at the show and to her and her new guy. I was like, right. man, that would have been... <laughs> and you stumbling been, and walking like dude, you... She was like, I'd have been like, dang, Jay Will fell off. Like, he but my, my point is, that's how we live our lives a lot of, of times, is we live our life more focused on trying to prove things to people. But here's what's crazy. Like you said with Martin in that situation with Gina, he was trying to prove something to them that wasn't true. Mm-hmm. See, most of us want to ignore who we are and take on an image of something that the world has told us that we should be. Because we think that image is what we need to be to be good enough for people to envy us. And I think God has called us to more than being envy for our looks or our possessions. God has called us to purpose and to actually be a part of the reason why people are healed and why people move forward in their gift and their calling. So I think when you talk about understanding the purpose in the mirror that you're looking in, you're looking in the biblical mirror so that you can find purpose and also lead others to purpose. Because just like with the parable of the talents, when God comes back, he wants to see interest on the gifts that he gave you. He did not give us gifts so that we could go stun on people. And you uh-huh. only learn that in the Bible. You don't learn that from your favorite rap videos or movies right. or like you don't learn that. <laughs> exactly. Forgetting those things which are behind you. I press toward the mark. What is your goal? If you get your goal in mind where you want to be, where you feel like God has called you to be, you will not even have time to look behind you and worry about what's going on. I've always heard it said, you know, when somebody does something to you in, in your past or whatnot, and, you know, like you you brought an interesting point, you know, it's like we're, we're upset for 10, 20 years, and that person sometimes doesn't even remember what happened. They're, they're not even dwelling on it, you know, but you are. So I've always heard it said that forgiveness, when you forgive somebody, you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for you. That forgiveness is to release you so that you can quit looking in the mirror at the objects that are closer than they appear or looking in the funhouse mirrors, right? Or looking at through the family mirror or the friend mirror or the enemy mirror. Look forward. Like you said in your Instagram post, look through the window. Look forward to what your goal and your purpose is. And I think that's what this program is about, you know, propelling people toward their goal and toward their destiny. Yeah, man. And and I'll I'll wrap it up and say this, you know, welcome to the house of mirrors. Um, This Mm. show is really a mirror. Um, But here's the problem. I know that there's a million podcasts. There's a million Instagram posts, a million influencers. Right. So when you when you really look at it at the big picture level, Inspire God's people is just one mirror in a house of mirrors. Mm -hmm. 
with hundreds or thousands of mirrors. And what happens is people walk in and we got, you know, it's a whole bunch of listeners. Like we get thousands of listeners on this show and I appreciate every last one of y'all. But what I'm really looking for um, on this journey is not just people who walk past this show in a house of mirrors, but people who will stand in front and choose this mirror. Like, and, and so what I'm ultimately saying in your life, and, and it's not about this podcast, I'm using that as a figure of, of speech. What I'm saying is the message of this show. Like, you have to be able to walk into a house of mirrors and understand you got TV, you got media, you got friends, you got family, you got your job. You have all of these messages coming up in your ear that can throw you off balance. But instead of looking into every mirror and trying to be everything to everybody and all, you need to choose a mirror. The reason that some of us never act on the word of God is because we haven't chosen the word of God. It's hard to act on something that you haven't chosen. You heard it, but you can't be a doer until you choose this mirror. The word says, I have set before you life and death. Therefore, choose life. Choose life. Yo. Appreciate you, bro, for jumping on today, man. This was an excellent time. I'm looking forward to coming on Quarantine with Lavelle. Um, but yeah, man, I, this was unexpected. I had no idea what you were bringing to the show, um, but it's about time. To- well, let, let, let me say this prophetically before we go. Now, prophetically, I know you're, you're going to title this episode House of Mirrors. Woo, you're right, you're right, but, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I felt that, I felt it. But what I like... <laughs> is welcome to Vertigo Island. Now, I just want you to just think about it. You know, I know prophetically you're going to name it the House of Mirrors, but I like the welcome to Vertigo Island. Okay. All right. We, we might, we, we might, we might rock with that. I, I think, I think for the first time in the history of this show, um, because believe it or not, Vertigo Island was my first topic as we were talking mm-hmm. through. Um, so I may, I may go ahead and give you <laughs> the authority on this one and we're going to title this episode welcome to vertigo <laughs> island and maybe i'll sneak in a house of mirrors in the subtopic or something like that uh, but um it is time for you or, to become- or, 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 or maybe do house house of mirrors welcome to vertigo island i don't mind i don't mind being the subtitle okay see now you just made it more confusing see i see how you too many choices <laughs> now it's too many mirrors i, I do like too that. many mirrors I do like that, so we'll we'll have to see. House of Mirrors, welcome to Vertigo Island. We may have to we may have to title it that. Um, but right about now, it's time to make you an object in my rearview mirror that seems closer than it appears. Thank you, my brother, for joining the show.